The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 13th of June. Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un sign an historic agreement. We take you through the agreement and the reaction. Those yellow bikes we love to hate are abandoning Melbourne. Virgin CEO John Borghetti stands down. And avocado crime is on the rise in Chile. This is your Squiz Today. Claire, first up, of course, uh, Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un have met. They've signed an agreement in which Chairman Kim agreed to denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. Perhaps let's break this out into parts. First, what was in the agreement? Look, there's a link to the actual agreement in the email this morning, and it's just a, a pretty simple one-pager. And in its basic terms, uh, the North Korean leader, Kim Jong-un, has reaffirmed his firm and unwavering commitment to complete denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. So he made that commitment actually to the South Korean president, um, Moon Jae-in, in April. So it's um, pundits are saying this morning that's not such a big new thing. But on the other side of things, which is quite new, is that Donald Trump has agreed to provide security guarantees to North Korea. Yeah, and also in the agreement was a stipulation that North Korea will allow repatriation of the bodies of US soldiers who fought in the Korean War. And Donald Trump also unexpectedly announced that he will suspend what he calls war games on the Korean Peninsula. I guess secondly, the reaction trumped, Trump faced the media for well over an hour. What are the papers saying around the world? Look, I mean, like everything, I guess, that Donald Trump fronts up to, there's, um, you know, then a, a fair wash through of commentary about his performance and freewheeling is probably one of the best descriptions of it. It was a fairly long press conference last night. But what was clear is that he was very happy about uh, what went down in Singapore yesterday. He was very complimentary of Kim Jong-un. Uh, he faced quite a few questions about uh, whether what he was doing was actually legitimising what is one of the world's worst dictators who has a terrible human rights record. Uh, And his reaction to that was really that he had a a duty to do whatever he could to make the world a safer place. So, yeah, it was uh, certainly an an interesting end to the day. Yeah, I guess this is quite big news. Is there anything else we need to know? I keep hearing the name Dennis Rodman, the American basketballer. (laughs) How is he involved in all of this? The lunch menu of the two leaders? I mean, it's the story that keeps on giving. Yeah, and um, again, there's a good link in the email to those sort of bits and pieces. Dennis Rodman, the um, very successful uh, NBL player, has actually met Kim Jong-un, I think, five times. Um, And he was in Singapore yesterday to offer his moral support. He broke down in tears at one point at the scale and enormity of it all. Uh, Lunch looked like quite a nice menu, so good luck to them on that. And, (laughs) yeah, I guess... um, Uh, What I'm interested in today is really to see what the North Korean media says about it all. So there's Mm. still a bit to wash out yet. Yeah. Of course, there's always a a few other things to whip through. Uh, Depending on your take, those pesky or convenient yellow bikes um, kicking around your neighbourhood are set to disappear if you live in Melbourne. Have you ever seen anyone ride one of those? I've ridden one. 
<laughs> have you? There, well, there you go. I've never, it's one of those weird things. I, you see them everywhere, but I don't think I've ever actually seen anyone ride one. They're quite convenient. Clearly, people are riding them because they're everywhere. But yeah, anyway. I'm not sure if Melbourne, I wanted to admit that. But... <laughs> I, I still think the world of you, I'm sure. Um, yeah, Melbourne Council uh, a couple of weeks ago announced that it was introducing some new fines for bikes that were abandoned in the street for two hours or more. They were going to put a, a fine of $3,000 for every abandoned bike. And that's prompted the um, O-Bike company, which is the um, the yellow bike people. Um, so they're going to withdraw the bikes from Melbourne. And I reckon there'll be a few councils uh, looking at their options today, given the reaction. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, convenient, but they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Uh, Virgin CEO John Borghetti has resigned. When does he finish up? Look, not until 2020, which is when his contract runs out. And what he's done yesterday is made the announcement that he's told the board of Virgin Australia that he's not looking to renew that contract. And yeah, weird. 2020 sounds like such a long time away, but it's actually only 18 months. William Tyrrell is the the boy who went missing uh, back in September 2014. Police uh, have announced that they're actually going to do a forensic search of the area. Yeah, and they searched for him around Kendall, which is on the mid-north coast of New South Wales, when he went missing initially. But um, they haven't done a, a proper full forensic search of the surrounding bushland, and that's uh, what they're kicking off uh, today. And after wrapping my head around the Trump-Kim news, a change of pace is in order. So thank you, Claire, for compiling a list of three wacky things to know today, starting with something we alluded to in yesterday's podcast, Justin Trudeau's eyebrows. Yes, you had the the hot news on that one. That really (laughs) gathered some steam yesterday. And um, yes, lots of um, forensic insights into um, Justin Trudeau's eyebrows. That's certainly worth noting. And avocado crime is on the rise in Chile. Yeah, there, um, there's something about um, avo toast that's really set the world on fire and it's, um, it's an interesting piece today. And finally, for the really trashy end to things, um, Kim Kardashian joined the West family and went to battle with her own tribe on America's version of Family Feud, which <laughs> is certainly worth a look. It's, it's pretty funny. It takes a lot for you to put a Kardashian link in the email, so good on you. Oh, look, it does, but I like a laugh. (laughs) Um, Our three-minute squeeze today is with Genevieve Clay-Smith. She's a keen squeezer and founder of Bus Stop Films, a not-for-profit that has put inclusion in the film industry front and centre. And that's definitely worth a look. Apparently, she makes a mean vegetarian bean nachos. And if you open the the email every day this week, you'll go in the draw to win $100 from Prezi. And the subject line, of course, uh, it is... Thank you for being a friend, which is the Golden Girls theme song and obviously relates to North Korea and the US's newfound friendship. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online 
kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN.com forward slash squiz today.